0: Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> teens? Under the bleachers. We live in 16. We're under the bleachers. Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers.
1: We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens.
0: This week, but I'm a cheerleader. A movie I hadn't seen before. Um, but first... Jane, I asked you a question <laughs> on Facebook chat today about different types of jeans. Yes. And I feel that maybe the listeners may be able to help us out. So all this is to say, what happened is that I was on TikTok. Uh, on my For You page, there was a petite clothing, like, influencer. Does that make sense? I'm short. I'm 5'1", listeners. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool, outfits. So I start looking through her TikTok. And she has multiple pairs of jeans and says the phrases dad jeans, but also mom jeans. And I asked Jane what that meant, thinking Jane would be able to help me. Jane, what is your answer?
1: So mom jeans sounds familiar to me, but dad jeans seems just like it seems like a new entry into the world of jeans.
0: How would you define mom jeans?
1: Mom jeans are looser in the hip butt area, but tight in the waist and they're high waisted. So it's like so it's like so it's a uh, high waisted jean snatched as some okay. would say.
0: Okay, I don't like this. Um <laughs> this this influencer was like 19 also. I of I'm course. constantly getting makeup and fashion advice from 16 Children. to 19 year olds on <laughs> TikTok. And it, it's wrong. There's something wrong with me. Anyway, um but I just, I just feel very out of touch. Um, maybe our guest might know any of these phrases and might be able to help us. Our guest is shaking their head. Would you like to introduce our guest, Jane? I
1: would. Allie Rubin is a comedy writer. Their work has been featured in The Onion, McSweeney's, Reductress, and more. Hi, Allie. Hi, Allie.
2: Hi. I'm proudly wearing lesbian jeans, which are what I call sweatpants. <laughs>
0: Okay. See that that I can get behind using. I don't I also <laughs> don't I understand I don't understand the dad gene because it implies okay, I knew the phrase boyfriend gene because it's like, ha ha, ha, I borrowed my boyfriend's loose jeans. But in no world would you borrow your father's jeans.
2: Yeah, I agree. That paints that's like a little house on the
0: prairie
2: gene scenario. <laughs> um
0: mm-hmm. okay, sorry to derail. Ali, we like to ask everybody who comes on the pod, what type of teen were you?
2: Oh my God, I was I was a piece of shit teen. <laughs> like, I don't know who, if, if anyone else has said this, but I was definitely one of the teens who was like, I'm right about everything, I know everything, I've read every book and I'm like smarter than everyone, even though like, I was not. I was I just, read every book. I was just a piece of shit teen
0: what were Um, some what were some books that you read as a teen that you were like now i've read every book
2: oh i was like i've read the bell jar so (laughs) i've yeah i'm really that that i thought that was like a deep cut oh absolutely yeah and i was such a cliche and i i was not even aware of it so yeah i would like to formally apologize to my parents on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) for being a piece of shit um but yeah, I was very much like intellectual and tortured. And then later I was like, okay, you're just depressed and gay. You're not <laughs> like that interesting. You need to be kinder to people. And here that's, I am.
1: That's good growth. It sounds like.
2: Thank you. I and mean, that's what 20 years in therapy will do to you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I was going to ask how old were we all when this movie came out? When did it come out? 1999.
2: I was was, 10.
0: I was six. I was seven. So it was not, it did not come out. (laughs) Just say all our ages. (laughs) Why don't we follow up with our social security numbers? Um, So, so this was not when we were teens. However, um, did you, did both of you encounter this as teens?
2: Oh, yeah, I I did because I was a closeted lesbian Mm -hmm. through my teens and so this to me was like, it had such a, by the time I was exposed to it, it had already like earned a place in the, in the pantheon of like cult classic lesbian movies. Sure. And so, yeah, I, I wish I had been exposed to it even earlier, but.
0: How, um how were you exposed to, if you remember, how, how were you exposed to this movie?
2: I think I like, I did the thing that some closeted queer people do, where you like Google gay stuff and you yeah. like read about it and you like watch the stuff, but you're like not gay. I mean, <laughs> obviously, because Tumblr kids it honestly, Tumblr open.
0: kids have it easy because they can just like look under a tag.
2: Yeah, truly, we had to like search like Live Journal and stuff for for our fix.
1: Um, did you Did you search? <laughs> gay movies parentheses, but I'm not gay and <laughs> probably just in case someone was watching.
2: oh my god but that's like I remember watching like clips from the original l word I watched but I'm oh, a cheerleader yeah. and I watched some other there's like a, a handful of just horrible queer movies like lost and delirious um yeah that I remember watching and being younger and being like, I guess this is all. Like, I guess lesbian movies aren't good because they're not allowed to be, except for, but I'm a cheerleader, which I do think is legitimately good. But so many gay movies are not good. Yeah. That it's like, you know, kids these days, they have Carol, they have,
0: yeah,
2: yeah they have well, everything. Well, and I remember
0: when Blue is the Warmest Color came out, it was like indie film and artsy and also gay. So it was like the peak of, like if you want to be gay, but also like mean intellectual kind of. Yes.
1: Ooh, I have a few comments. I have a lot of thoughts. First of okay. all, I watched the movie Brooklyn thinking it was Carol. <laughs> <laughs> and wa- that movie's like three hours long. And I watched an hour and a half and I was like, where are the lesbians? <laughs> I never saw the lesbians. Just was very sad. Um, mm. And then, Blue is the warmest color. A guy asked me to watch that and then we had sex. <laughs> so that was his
0: choice. Interesting. Was this um, person, was no. the guy very artsy or no? Nope, he just knew okay. that I was who I am, I think. Okay. Um, well, what's your relationship see. with this movie, Jane? I saw it. I
1: have no memory of, like, why, when. I think that I was, I was, um, I don't know. I watched this type of stuff. I actually was obsessed <laughs> with the show Queer as Folk, both the British version and the American version. Um... I don't think that that their portrayal of lesbians is is great, or <laughs> prob- or possibly gay men either. Um, but it's like riveting, especially if I mean, there's just so much sex, like. Um. So that right. was I was obsessed with that as a young teen, um, and I feel like I watched this movie sometime, like when I was watching, just like queer media, because I probably because like it's it it sort of necessarily is about sex. Yeah. Um, and so that's exciting for teens.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What um, about you, Isa? I had no prior relationship to this movie. I so Ali, I grew up in the Philippines, and I think it. Well, first of all, it's a very Catholic country, but also I think it just like didn't make it over because it wasn't a like big film when it came out. It's a cult classic now, but it didn't really do that well, and and it was kind of low budget, I believe. Um. And so and also I think honestly I was not. I was not, like, looking for sort of off the beaten path and not mainstream. I was watching, like, I went to see, like, Iron Man on my birthday. It's shit, like, you know, like... That's okay. I, like, saw the first Transformers in theaters, you know? Like, I was...
2: <laughs> you pulled on your dad jeans and you said, I'm going to go see a car fight another car. <laughs> and that's okay.
0: I'm going to discourse about Shia. Oh, my God. That's, like, so <laughs> early in, like, Shia discourse. Anyway, okay. He's um, a baby in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I was really excited because I didn't know anything about it, and I went in like that. Um, it is written by um, two people. It is it is directed by Jamie Babbitt, but she pulled in um, someone named Brian Peterson, who's a screenwriter, who did um, write and produce The Hot Zone, so that's, like, my context for that. What's The um, Hot Zone? It's the Ebola story. It's, like, the story of how Ebola was, like, discovered. <laughs>
1: I feel like... E- Remember okay, Ebola? Okay, pre-pandemic, Ebola. yes, pre-pandemic,
0: then- Ebola was, like, the scariest thing that could ever happen, hmm. and, like, the hazmat suit type that yeah, that's from the hot zone, anyway, um that happened in the 90s. Um, Ebola only
1: exists in the hot zone, I understand, got it. <laughs>
0: um, Honestly, but-
2: if you told me the hot zone was the name of, like, a teen sex comedy, <laughs> I would also believe that if it were, yeah. like, about teens fighting Ebola sexually. <laughs> <laughs>
0: grappling with Ebola. I mean uh, really probably somebody has made like porn where it's like the people discovering Ebola but also it's a porn right like oh my god hot tub, right? I, don't like that. <laughs> I can just imagine creative things
1: done with hazmat suits
0: <laughs> I mean, let's move on anyway just like uh, the
2: stakes don't need to be that high <laughs> in a <the> porn
0: <laughs> Jamie Babbitt um, wanted somebody with writing chops to help And also, like, the idea for this uh, movie came from um, her mom runs a halfway house called New Directions. Oh, my God. Glee. Sorry. (laughs) For young people with drug and alcohol problems. Speaking of, like, teens and media or gay teens and media, um, she wanted to combine the idea of, like, this young people, like, house with also the, like, 12-step program, which to me doesn't, it doesn't, like, come out that much, like, the 12-step AA stuff. Influence in this, but she she was mainly interested in like these like shitty gay camps and like the twelve step program as like this product honestly, um, and business. Um, so then with her girlfriend actually, that's really cute. They came up for the, with the idea of like having it about a cheerleader. Um, yeah. What is what is your relationship either of you to Natasha Leon
2: I love her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is this the I... first? Yeah. Is this your first? encounter with her
2: is it it must have been but I just feel like she's always been around and she's it, she's so strange because to my knowledge she's like straight or or been in a in like predominantly heterosexual relationships
1: mm-hmm. and yet
2: she's like a lesbian icon
1: yeah, yeah right yeah <laughs> so interesting
0: I know is Carly from- Ray Jepsen like that or wait, no, it's Carly no. Ray Carly Rae Jepsen is just okay, like right.
1: gay men are obsessed with her, and she
0: okay. In my mind,
1: she's like a sexless being. She's just like oh. a fairy. Well,
2: she is Canadian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if
2: that's if they that's are. what you were yeah, yes picking up on. Okay,
1: Jane. <laughs> okay, so Natasha Leone, She was in Orange Is the New Black, and that's that's yeah. my potentially my only real knowledge of her. Um, is she in High Maintenance? No, that's another person. Anyway. Um, yeah, I like her, but I feel like I'm not a true, like, I don't, I, I'm not like a true fangirl, but I do like I'm her not i I'm cool. not a
0: true head either. I feel, I feel, I, I also liked Jared in New Black. I did watch all of Russian Doll, which I loved, which oh. Jamie Babbitt also worked on. Um, and it's like, it's basically like the Natasha Lyonne show. Like she is amazing in it and helped produce it. And it's shot, it's actually shot like around where I live. Um, which Always is fun. fun. We see um, signs for, like, the new season filming all the time. So that's my only relationship to her. And somebody told me that she lives, like, or she at least has an apartment a few blocks from where I live. And so, like, I'm always like, maybe I'll see her. Which is not going to ha- It's not going to happen. Especially during the Omicron pandemic. <laughs> um, anyway, she was actually not, well, she was, she was not the first choice for this. But, you know, actually sort of um, saw the script and, like, Kind of fought to audition for it, which is cool. Cool. Um, another actress I wanted to play the part that eventually turned it down because she was worried about her family, being religious and seeing it, which is wild. And then Rosario, Wait, who, was it? Wait, who was it? Yeah, they, I they, didn't, know. they didn't say who the other actresses oh. that turned it down. However, lame. they did say they considered Rosario Dawson. Oh wow, interesting. They also decided to be. Um, they decided it had to be like a blonde, like white, all American character, say, mm, but mm-hmm. made a conscious effort to cast people of color in other roles, which I, I think they did a good job with. Um, actually, one of the only actors I know in this is Dante Basco, who plays Dolph, um, and Island, the only reason I I know he him because he's Filipino. Oh, really? Oh, because oh, of this movie?
1: He, or no. no? Because he plays Rufio and Hook. Mm-hmm. And oh yes, yes. He is so
0: dreamy. I he's so good. Love <laughs> as him. as a child. <laughs> I, I am
1: attracted to a child in He's in, a, um, um,
0: oh my God, Take the Lead, which is like the Richard Gere, or wait, oh. no, not Richard Gere. No, 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 no. I know the, what you're talking about. Uh, Antonio Banderas, <laughs> yes. urban kids ballroom yes. dancing movie. <laughs> anyway, that's my relationship with him forming. Um, but yeah, and then also this is a, well, at the time, a rare RuPaul appearance out of drag. Um, in this I know. movie, which I also didn't know originally, um, and then the other big part about like making this movie was that they had to like remove some shots to get an R rating. Um, or wait, which one is harsher, R or NC seventeen? I can't remember. NC seventeen is harsher. Right. So initially it was NC seventeen. Really? And then they mm-hmm. had to remove some scenes to make it R.
1: It feels so PG thirteen to me
2: yeah I remember hearing about this I think there was a documentary that came out a couple years ago about how like movies that show female pleasure automatically get rated like a letter up and they mentioned this movie as being one of the ones that like they had to cut so much out of it in order to not get an NC-17 rating which is ridiculous because watching it now it's like it's so wholesome.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Ryan I mean, Gosling actually taught me that about the ratings, <laughs> and wh- oh. he taught me about uh, female pleasure. So, oh, that's so kind that. of of Ryan to do that. He said, "You know what I'm talking about?" <laughs> no. Okay, there's a movie that he's in. I think it's. Is it Blue Jazz? No, not Blue. Jazz. Blue Jasmine. Valentine. That's- Blue Valentine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He like goes down on Michelle Williams, who's in this movie. Oh, I've <laughs> never seen it.
0: Yeah, she is. It, yeah.
1: It got rated higher, and then there's this quote from him being like. The moment you give women pleasure, I don't know. I'm into him, but he's just having like a male feminist moment.
0: Oh, I also wanted to say, speaking of Michelle Williams being in this, I was trying to figure out where I knew um Cleo Duval from, who plays Graham. And She's a lesbian
1: star. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what's the
0: first what's my first point of contact with her? It's the movie we watched where she plays
1: the goth the artist goth. Um what is it?
0: She's, she's all that. Oh, she's
1: all that. Yeah.
0: Yes, but I encountered her because I had never seen she's all that. I encountered her in um Heroes. Anyone remember Heroes? I obsessively watched Heroes. She's, what was her skill? She I fr- she she was one of the people investigating them working oh. with like the kind of chubby guy. She's also in Veep and mm-hmm. she yes.
1: plays a lesbian in Broad City. Yes.
2: She is also just like in this movie, I could talk for 15 minutes about her in this movie, just like because she's giving us the character as an icon, the actress is an icon. And when she shows up ready to like fuck every girl in this house, you <laughs> can't help but fall in love with her.
0: Yes, we. Yeah. So my question um, to you, Ali, was do you remember what it was like um, seeing this icon? In this movie when you were younger. And like I do. <laughs>
2: what
0: what was that like? Like, she is she walked so that Kristen Sewer could run, you know?
2: Yes, that's like, exactly so, it. So she has much. like a sw- she has a swagger, which is like, which I don't think I had remembered seeing women have in movies before. Like I had seen female action heroes, but in a non-action movie, I had not seen a woman like have that kind of masculine charisma
0: i totally agree and i i like obviously like did not see this movie so i was just like really excited should we should we jump right in
1: yeah let's start 17-year-old Megan is a cheerleader dating Jared, a football player. She's not into Jared, however, and prefers thinking about her fellow cheerleaders. Because she likes Melissa Etheridge and Tofu, her parents and friends assume she's gay. They send her to True Directions, a conversion camp against her will. Everything is decorated either pink or blue, and founder Mary has an overtly gay son named Rock. To pass... Uh, Step one, Megan has to admit she's gay, which she does after the other patients point out some of her homosexual tendencies. She's distraught and determined to try to become straight. Megan talks to her parents and assures them that she'll be normal soon.
2: I love the lesbian indicators in this movie. It's like (laughs) a joke that I think is still so funny in 2021, but the fact that she is a vegetarian and listens to Melissa, F- F- Melissa Etheridge. God, ugh. Um Yeah, those are both so funny to me.
0: They also just, I think they just deliver the lines really well. Like, I, I knew the joke was coming, and yet, like, the way... <laughs> The way people act in this movie really made me laugh out loud, actually. I was very I was very pleasantly surprised.
1: And how mm-hmm. they like hold up the tofu, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm interested because it's <laughs> like ge- a bag. Yeah, it looks so <laughs> nasty. Like vegetarianism is more mainstream now. What do you think if they made this movie today, what would the two things be that they like call out this sort of femme presenting cheerleader on and say that, oh, you're you must be gay. That's a
2: good question. Maybe like a flannel shirt and then like a Mitski CD.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say like a carabiner. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. That's a good one. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah. My first thought was Phoebe Bridgers, but she's like really, she's pretty mainstream as well. I like, I like those ideas. Uh, Michelle Williams. She doesn't have a big part in this, but she is a big part in my heart. And I like, I didn't know that she had short hair younger in her life and I really think that she's meant to have short hair. She just looks so freaking cute. Oh I was
0: gonna I was gonna freak out if you said she shouldn't because I No, oh my
1: God. She angel, angel with short hair. Do
2: you know what I think about all the time? Uh thank God also I live with like two men so I never get to talk about this stuff. But (laughs) her her yellow dress that she wore to the Oscars with Heath Ledger, which is like one of the greatest Oscar looks of all time and she has that like bright lipstick and she just looks phenomenal.
1: We love her yeah. she's great um the first thing i'm getting from this movie is that it's very aesthetically like surreal kind of like they're making obvious choices um it's very americana or like faux americana 60s and like the dinner they're eating when they um f- when we first meet her family is meat mashed potatoes peas and milk like it's very over the top <laughs> and then when they're doing their intervention
0: they have a plate of deviled eggs on the table. <laughs> <laughs> they so I love good. yeah I love that they they make everything brown in the start of the movie and like there's a, there's even a shot where like all the outfits at school are brown like everyone's wearing brown and the lockers are brown. There's just like something so and I can feel like what the house looks like with like the rough embroidery that's also brown. Like <laughs> Just just like completely trying to desexualize as much as possible. Um and and it starts too with like some super gross kissing with her with her boyfriend. <laughs> but Natasha Leone doing so like she's so funny in this. Um I'll, even even in that, like I feel I feel like they've sort of done equivalents of that in teen movies recently where someone's kissing someone and they're not really into it but she's like legit she's legitimately so funny um
1: what is everyone's relationship with rupaul and rupaul's drag race
0: oh
1: i
2: mean uh where i had such a soft spot because rupaul's drag race at least the i've seen the first like eight seasons i think and it got me through a big chunk of grad school and so, you know, it will always have a soft spot in my heart. But then there's all this stuff now where it's like, oh, he's like a fracker and yeah. <laughs> that's not great. And so, you know, don't meet your heroes type thing where I'm like, I just want to hold yeah. you in my memory as like the icon that you were in the 90s.
0: Yeah. Like I try to think about Tyra Banks the way she was when I watched her and not everything like not her as like a whole person <laughs> like <that's, laughs> that. I think I I want to keep RuPaul like that too. I actually I didn't watch a lot of Drag Race, but I had a really good friend in um, grad school who was obsessed. And shout out Abby if you listen to this. And she loves she she's like an expert on on Drag Race, so I had to shut her up. But um, but I I feel like I've just like had a lot of people in my life who loved it, and so it was like always at someone's house like watching it. Um, Jane. I get
1: that you guys have grad degrees. Okay, like <laughs> I, I get it. Um, I also haven't seen a lot of Drag Race, but I also have a friend who's truly obsessed. Like, all of the art in her apartments is drag queens. She's, like, her- like she watches most of the seasons, um, because I know that there's, like, seasons in different countries now. Like, there's just so mm-hmm. much content.
0: We should make our oh. friends fight.
1: Okay. okay. Oh. Um, I do, I think I was sort of, I was pleasantly surprised at how good RuPaul is in yeah. this. And also, he's very like pretty like he has really nice eyes and he has kind of like freckles which i thought were really nice looking um <laughs> am i the only one but and he wasn't i kind of expected him to like overact but but and this movie is obviously like like there is overacting and it's appropriate and i feel like he fit he fit exactly right and he mm-hmm. was really good and i feel like you wouldn't be distracted now and be like huh like it's like oh that that works
2: Yeah, it's such a campy movie that I think that one of the strengths and I think the camp factor is like why it's aged kind of well, because every time I sit down to watch it, I'm like, oh, is this the time I watch it where it's not going to hold up or I'm going to notice something that's now kind of iffy or like homophobic or hasn't aged well. And that never happens because it's so campy and fun and the casting i think is such a great part of it like the woman who plays um the head of the house is really good rupaul's really good like everyone down to like the the stranger at the bar played by julie delby is like just knows exactly what movie they're in and knows how to like bring it
0: and all the adults are sort of like like what SNL skits like wanna be like they're just doing it they're just doing it so well and it works it works really well to like cut things up with funny music in between and have like good music really like colorful sets and like they kind of have little breaks in between that do remind me a little bit of sketches but they they use it in a way that's not annoying and um and you know and it still works as a movie so i am i'm i I'm, I'm super impressed i i totally like I think it's like so good, especially knowing that it a little less money was um, spent on it. And it, yeah, I was gonna ask. Did <laughs> sorry, this question is so stupid. <laughs> when we get to the really colorful camp, my main question for you was: Do you personally look better in this pink or in this blue? <laughs> oh my. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, Ryan both Gosling. Really ugly.
2: i was gonna say ryan gosling taught me that i look better mostly in blue pink i think is a little harsh on me but
1: um i'm gonna say something wild which is i would look good in both of those colors i feel like i look i feel like i look best in like those what 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 brand of color is that pastel no but i don't look good in pastel huh it's almost like like
2: it's like Easter egg colors. It's like really vivid
1: pastel. <laughs> okay, then maybe I wouldn't look good in either. Maybe that's the real answer. Maybe I but would have done
0: You can't change your answer just because she brought up Easter. <laughs> but I'm <thinking>, like, <laughs> oh, All right,
1: Asa, what's your answer? I don't know.
0: I was going to say pink, but mostly because I think the blue is really jarring and like scary. <laughs> maybe I the would look bad The blue that they choose. Both. so No, I think you would look good in both, like you said. Should we move but on? But like,
1: the blue I'm wearing right now is more of a muted tone, and I feel like I typically wear muted tones. Okay.
0: It could be a jewel tone. Anyway.
1: (sighs) The patients practice traditionally gendered chores, like boys working on cars and girls vacuuming. Meanwhile, everyone is very horny for each other. In therapy, people share their root... What caused them to be gay? For example, Graham says she's gay because her mom got married in pants. When Megan and Graham are paired up for activities, Megan's try-hard attitude and Graham's bad girl vibes cause friction. During family therapy, Graham's dad threatens that if she doesn't turn straight, she will be disowned. Graham tells Megan that the camp won't work and you just have to pretend. Megan starts fantasizing about Graham. She catches two guys hooking up and snitches on them, resulting in Mary kicking Dolph out and sending the other to solitary confinement.
2: The the whole root discussion is so funny. The just when Clay Duval says my mother was married in pants is maybe the funniest part of the movie. Um uh I don't know. What what do you think your guys's roots would be?
1: I had the, yeah, the same question. Yeah, I had the same question. Um, but and I spent some time thinking about it and I like I kind of couldn't come to a concise and clear answer it revolves around my mom being a librarian
2: Mm. that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) i
1: don't i have to i have to like journal about this but
0: um i think mine well mine a a really easy one for me to reach for is to say that i went to catholic school however specifically within that there was one year of high school where i had to sit next to um kind of like the girl that got slut shamed the most and I was kind of scared of her. She was she had, like, a little bit of an aggressive personality. She was just really confident. And that's probably why people hated her. And over time, I just found out she was, like, really gorgeous, pretty funny, smart, and had an amazing singing voice. And so I'm trying to say, like, I like her. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, But that that whole year was a great year to, like, change my mind. I mean, I, I didn't such her. I just thought she was scary. I thought she was scary. She's on my scary list. Ali, what about you?
2: First of all that's a rom-com I absolutely would watch um and I think for me I think I have a very vivid memory of my parents playing a lot of music growing up and a lot of female singer songwriters like Fiona Apple was in there Natalie Merchant and so I feel like that didn't help you know yeah that, that probably that probably hurt the straight yeah. cause
1: I, I, I have um I have a bone to pick with Graham's parents, which is if you don't want your daughter your daughter to be gay, don't name her Graham. Yes. I thank you. Yes. <laughs>
0: this is their fault. <laughs> um, I really love the line, the bitch on her plate is the only one she can eat. Like that really <laughs> sent me. I have a question, um, <laughs> why is
1: she eating sushi and everyone else is eating turkey on bread? <laughs>
0: I but assumed I, it
2: was because she was rich, but I also noticed that and was like, "Why does she get special treatment?"
0: It reminds yeah, me of not, Molly <laughs> Ringwald
1: bringing sushi to, um, to detention.
0: It's not really, <laughs> it's not really clear to me. Like the way that the business runs in terms of like everyone staying, there. they all seem to stay in one room. Where are the bathrooms? How big is the facility? Where do they get all the clothing? There needs to be more people working there.
1: Mary lives there. I mean, Mary's life is very um, insular and small. I feel bad for Mary. I mean, she's evil, but that's hard. She she has Um, some roots to dig up. Mm
0: -hmm. My question was, do you have any memories? Because they have a conversation, which is great, which is that they tell her, like, no, you think you're straight, but when you look at people and, like, look at girls, like, you're seeing stuff that you're thinking everyone else is seeing, but you're not. Um... And I was going to ask, do you have any memories of looking at something or someone and feeling turned on and no one else is (laughs) feeling turned on?
1: I have an immediate answer to this, which is I remember very specifically talking to my mom when I was a child and pointing at pointing at women in magazines and like being like, I like her stomach. And I was like, (laughs) I think I'm
0: gay. And yeah, well, (laughs) bellies. Um, I also have like, I would say this is a preteen memory and it's, I would read these like comics. It was this comic series that went nowhere. It wasn't very good. But it was about like five high school girls and they have like, mag- they discover they have magic powers. It was called witch. And there was this like one scene where they're all like in their, you know, of course, like bikini magic fairy outfits. And then a, a like evil villain like ties them all up. <laughs> <laughs> And I definitely, you know, just like lingered on the pages a little bit. And that's what I remember. It's a core memory. <laughs> wow. Wow. Does that play into your life now? You don't have to share. Uh, <laughs> not really, no. But like looking back, I was like, wow, I should have known. Anyway. I mean, never say never. Anyway.
2: Uh, I I have a very vivid memory of watching Bring It On at a sleepover. <gasps> and And I had the biggest crush on Eliza Dushku in that oh movie Oh my god. um she oh my god she just had an attitude and I love that um if Eliza if you're listening call me um <laughs> <laughs> I'm around um imagine anyway and that would be amazing if she was yeah. like I I heard your episode of under the bleachers and <laughs>
1: 20 listeners one of them is a famous actress
2: but I just remember being like, oh, my God, she's so like hot. And then looking around and being like, oh, no one else is thinking that and just knowing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I think I think it's good. Like it's good writing to to like start with her being like kind of stupid and <laughs> like continuing to insist that she's straight and really not getting it and, and having having the other kids sort of explain it. Is, is better than just, like, her getting there and, like, having the scary adult, like, say all these things. It is um, interesting
1: yeah. that she was sort of on the path to be straight forever and just, like, be be tongue-punched by this football player <laughs> for the rest of her life and, like, be fine with it. But thanks yeah, to conversion I mean, camp.
0: Unfortunately, like, that probably happened all the time, and right? And still does. Like, yeah. Yeah, and still does. And, like, but, like, you, you know, before, before maybe progressive people... Exi- you know could 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 feel like they could come out maybe some people truly thought i'm just not into sex like oh yeah i'm yeah
1: i'm sure of it
0: yeah um yeah. oh i was gonna ask <laughs> i was gonna ask um do people have any particularly have any particular memories of like bad kissing that they <gasps> i went had the through? same question because of yeah me i mean tongue punched
2: <laughs> i i feel like my i, cause I grew up like I think the thing this movie does so well, I am going to loop back around to the point, is like you can tell queer people are behind the camera and wrote it because the feeling of like, oh, well, I'm not really into this, but that's how everyone feels is so like it's it seems so silly that you can like make out with men and not like it and not realize that that makes you queer exactly, most of the yeah. time. But like that was very much my experience where I'd be like, well, I don't like it with this man, but... Maybe I'll try another one and it'll be better. And then it never was, and I was like, "What am I missing? What, what is this?" Um, yeah. So that's a an answer to your question, and also uh, another point in this movie's favor because I spoiler alert, love this movie and will defend it until my dying day.
1: I luckily don't have. I like. I'm not thinking of any really gross kisses, but I'll share an embarrassing kiss story that's really my fault which is the first time I like really kissed again after the Simpsons movie um (laughs) I had never really done that before um and it was all fine like it was good but like um I don't want to say this that's okay um (laughs) right as we were finishing I like jokingly like put my tongue out and was like um but he definitely like probably didn't think I was kidding and now I like look back and be like Oh no. Um so maybe that had was you bad not for him. had you
0: not had you not kissed with tongue before that? So we
1: ha- oh I hate that I'm describing this. We <laughs> had been kissing with tongue and it was okay. working out well. And then I like was like
0: Bleh. I have a similar Okay, I have a similar gross story. Don't worry. I'm about to stop you. No, no, no. Um No, I remember a specific memory of me. I think the fir- the first guy I dated, I there was a lot of gross kissing just cuz like I was very horny and like didn't know what to do with myself um but um but they did not want to have sex at that point anyway um i remember one time i think i was like we were like going away for winter break and i like met met up with him to like say bye for winter break i don't know and um we were like oh like we're gonna be we're gonna miss each other so much and ended up making out like outside his house like just standing on the sidewalk which is gross i think it was like 6 p.m it was like dusk in my memory. Um, I was like, oh, what, what if there were people like trying to go home and have a nice dinner anyway? Um, but like similarly, Jane, I remember in my mind being like, you know what, let's just go for it and use a lot of tongue. And like it was a bad, <laughs> it was bad. Uh, I mean, we were both into it. But like looking back, I remember like some sensations and I'm like, that was objectively like one of the most gross like things I've ever done. And it's fine. That's I feel just like with tongue kissing the
1: you you have to go too far and then you reel it back. Like there's yes, no yes. other way to find that <laughs> bright balance. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wait, wait, one more comment. Okay. You reminded me of the same boyfriend. We would park, we would park he would park in my driveway, in my parents' house's driveway, and we would just make out in his car for like an hour. In the driveway, in front of my house. So like everyone could anyway. Oh, it's yeah. so cringy. <laughs>
0: So, but yeah, I I totally agree with you, Allie. I think the movie, okay, if this movie were made now, and it sort of was with, um, miseducation of Cameron Post. Well, it re- would be more about yeah, it would be more like cool, badass, hot girl lesbian mm. and goes to the camp to like rebel against the camp, I and It's see, like I see. not at mm. all like what the movie's doing, which is so good. Um, it it sort of it sort of takes a little bit for me to like like her more than just like laughing at her like doing a bit kind of but but i got there
1: i think miseducation is based on a memoir is that right i think it's
2: a novel Novel. yeah okay okay
1: (laughs) wait and then there's the what's the one that what's the what's the what's the miseducation of cameron post but guy version oh Uh, um with with lucas hedges is that his name and Nicole Kidman, and Nicole Kidman stands up for her son, her gay son. I Does it have the word that "boy" one. in the
0: title, like "Lucky Boy" or something? Oh, God. Or is something never
1: mind. But, this like totally
2: beautiful this is boy, but that was the Timothy Chalamet one. Beautiful
1: boy is yeah. drugs, not gay. Okay,
2: <laughs> drugs, not gay. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, we're just
1: we're, just...
0: <laughs> we're spiraling. Yeah. Okay, my other question. Okay, uh, the, the... <laughs> one of the funny things in this too is the character that like shocks herself with. The... <laughs> with the taser in her bed and at first i thought she was just it was just like gonna be obvious and she was just gonna say like i'm masturbating but like she's like no you're supposed to like shock yourself for like aversion therapy and it's not clear at the start whether she like (laughs) whether she's like actually doing that or just getting off um but then later you know that she's just like masturbating looking at graham sleeping (laughs)
2: Um, With her sock, which I yeah. was like, that's such yeah. a bizarre... What was I've she never doing? masturbated to, like, someone's sock before.
0: <laughs> was she, like, holding it in <laughs> one hand? Was she smelling it? I like, what ha- was going You have on to there? smell. <laughs>
1: like, in my mind, you have to smell at that point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, my question was, do you remember the first time you held a vibrator in your hand? Oh. I can go first. Mine was at one of my... Um, oh, my college bestie. she... um. She was in one of these, you know how colleges have, like, student peer, no, 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 that can, like, give you condoms and stuff. At our, at our school, it was called Sex Birds, which is funny. Uh, um, mm-hmm. But they they could give get free condoms, et cetera. And she would just, like, she was my roommate, and she would come home and, like, share all the free stuff with me. And one of them was, like, a free, like, honestly really cheap and yeah. probably could have, like, electrocuted me or something, <laughs> like a cheaply made vibrator. And that was the first vibrator I ever had. And one time, um, I put it in, like, the bag. I keep, like, my nail clippers for some reason. <laughs> and one time I got home and my mom found it. And she was like, what is this? And I was like, no. <laughs> did you yeah. tell her? She knew what it was. She was just, like, <laughs> rhetorical question. What did you say? <laughs> um, the worst part is that I go, Emily gave it to me. So I oh, threw my no. friend under the bus. Oh. <laughs> she forgave me. And Emily? What? Did oh, no, Emily. Him? Emily for Emily forgave. Oh, I that was thinking, one? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I'm not sure. <laughs> but that's, like, a very big memory for me. It's just, like, also, it was, like, it was really cheaply made. It was, like, made of, like, like <laughs> the hard plastic Easter egg type of consistency.
2: Mm-hmm. My college boyfriend gave me a vibrator. And it was, like, just like you had. I think every person starts off with the same one, which is, like, it's little and it's made of the hardest plastic in the world. <laughs> and if you turn it on, it sounds like the world is ending. Like there's no subtlety to it. it. Sounds like a like a swarm of bees is in your house. It was so loud. It was like not at all subtle. And I remember being like, vibrators are really, like I can't use them when other people are around. Um, and then later I like learned that that's not the case. And yeah. God bless those brave engineers. took a stand.
0: (laughs) absolutely
1: i feel like spencer's was a was like a, a big store in our mall and not not physically big just like um it had a lot of heft behind it and we would go in and just be nervous about like going to the back where the vibrators were and i feel like i must have eventually gotten the courage to buy one or something like that um so and those were so annoying because you needed batteries for them Mm -hmm. and once you're an adult you realize that there are other options for you and you can like get one that
0: plugs into the wall or whatever i know Um, there weren't as many just like micro usbs in like every home appliance under the sun
1: yeah so those batteries man they died (laughs) regularly
0: yeah really leave you uh high and dry okay should we move on?
1: <laughs> not Ryan.
0: Hey! Sorry. I don't like this. Okay. Graham and
1: Megan start to get closer. Some of the kids decide to sneak out, but Megan doesn't want to for fear of getting caught. She comes at the last minute. Two former True Directions patients, Lloyd and Larry, give them a ride to a gay bar so they can have a balanced perspective. Megan dances with a rando, but gets upset when Graham dances with someone else. Graham confronts her and they kiss. During therapy, Jan gets obsessed upset, saying she's never been gay, people just assume assume she is because of her masculine look. Mary finds matches from the gay bar and meets with all of the patient's parents. Megan's parents say if she chooses to be gay, she can't live at home. She assures them that everything is working. I love the gay bar. I love that. It's called the cocksucker. <laughs> yes. uh, <it's> so subtle.
2: <laughs> and I really just love Lloyd and Larry. I think there's a scene... It's either I think it's later on where yeah, they like, fight and they fight really constructively and they speak to each other like honestly and openly. It's just like such a beautiful little scene. Um, and then I also love, as I mentioned before, Julie Delby showing up in the bar because I had a crush on her as well. Probably still do, if we're being honest. What so, is
1: I don't I'm not familiar with her. What does she do? What's she in?
2: She was in the Before Sunrise. Movies before sunrise, before sunset. She's like an enchanting French,
0: she's
1: French,
2: yeah, intellectual witch. Mm.
1: (laughs) Very cool.
2: I know that's
0: That's why you were as a teen, right? Sorry. (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. I was a piece of shit because I was American, but if I had been French, it would have been a totally different story. True.
1: I will say that I was in Paris at one point in my life, and those children were so beautiful. It was crazy. I think I tweeted like no i can't say it but but just like everyone in france is attractive it's psycho um also i know that i know that that actress is credited as lipstick lesbian for this yes. movie i love that i,
0: love
1: I think that. the bar scene is great but i do think the dancing is really funny like she comes up and, and like asks her to dance and then they just kind of like cuddle each other and, and sort of slow dance um Slow dance to like a techno beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the other two, Graham and I think her name is Sinead, they're dancing, and then and then they're butt touching. So they're slow dance butt touching, which is fun. yeah.
0: <laughs> I honestly, I sort of feel bad for sinead yeah right? i'm sort of on i i would also hate that like graham likes megan more and then also i would not like her because she ratted out the two guys that's hard but, like yeah. yeah so she's not yeah. like an evil person she just like also likes graham which is nice she's also just like the goth one i guess
1: she likes pain uh, yeah <laughs> i wanted to talk about jan who i never mentioned Oh, yeah. and we'll never mention again but she's just sort of a like a butch presenting person and my first thought when i saw this was that she was trans but now like yeah, now too. i'm like oh she's just like what she was saying is she just like looks like people would assume she's gay and she's not and that was it which is so interesting
0: yeah which which is like it's very much to me of the 90s for people to freak out about your lifestyle and aesthetics um and like think you're gay because of that. I actually like when I was in oh my god. When I was in high school, I was like shadowing a veterinarian. Um to like try to be to try to be like proactive and put it on my resume, whatever. And some fuck some way, I don't fucking remember, he was asking me about like, I don't understand when like gay people like I don't know, aren't like aesthetically He was saying specifically in like Filipino like culture that there are gay men that aren't specifically like flamboyant and I had to be like it's two different things like I was just like why am I talking to this man who is my dad's age who I want me to write me a recommendation letter there's like
2: a dog in the middle of surgery in front of you and you're like why are we talking about this I was
0: like what is happening and I I just remember like at the end of me sort of like trying to explain as quickly as possible he was just like huh interesting (laughs) But maybe he really meant it, and he was just like interesting. <laughs> I don't
2: know. It was I a mean, crazy time. Uh... We used to remember the word metrosexual.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. When oh, people god. were like,
2: "Some guys are kind of—they look like they're gay, but maybe they just shower." Oh my god! Actually, like, Jane, people were so confused.
0: You brought up Adam Levine last episode. I remember somebody in college. Okay, this kind of like shitty guy I knew in college. I won't say his name. Austin. Anyway, he was like, "Oh." We, we were all saying like, oh, it'd be fun to see Maroon 5, whatever. It'd be fun to see Maroon 5 live. And he he goes, no, Adam Levine, really, really metrosexual. And I was like, why wouldn't that be fun? like what There's a lot of reasons to problem? not want to see
1: Maroon 5, and that's not one of them. I will say that Adam yeah. Levine was in my dream last night. <laughs> what was he doing? He was on the stairs. I had to get past him. Okay. I don't know. My dreams are very convoluted. Um... <laughs> Ali, what do you think about Jan? What's your take?
2: I think I, Jan, it's interesting because now I'm, this is the first time I'm watching the movie as like an out non-binary person. And so I was like, oh, maybe this is going to be different. But I also think it just works as like a funny gag where you're like, oh yeah, if you're assuming people are lesbians based on the food they eat and the music they listen to, it makes sense that you'd get it wrong with someone and it's played for just like as much of a laugh as I think you can get out of it and they don't belabor it too much. And so I think it, I think it works.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah. Something the movie does well is like make the joke and then like move on and not Mm -hmm. like make you feel like uncomfortable and just sit there. (laughs) Um, I was going to ask about the the gay bar. Do you remember the first overtly queer space you were ever in? And was it as a teen? Um, Mm -hmm. And you're thinking I can go first. Right. Um, when I was in college, again, most of this in college because in high school I was in the Philippines and um, very, very scary Catholic country. Um, but obviously, there are gay people there that are fine. Um, some of them are. I remember, boy, and some of them some are. Some of them are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to. I was I was visiting actually my brother's school, and he went to Wesleyan, and he was like, you know what tonight is? It's queer prom. We should, like, go see, and you can, like, see what it's like. So we just, like, went to a house party, and generally I was just, like, more freaked out by the fact that, like, people were so, like, sexually confident and, like, making out. Um, but two of my friends made out. Happy for them. Are they together to this day? No. N- never again. Damn.
1: Um, it was <laughs> fun. I went to summer camp at Yale. Not run by Yale. It was just at we Yale. We about this. <laughs> there was a summer camp run by Yale that was also there. And they thought we were dumb, and I remember I they had there was like a gay straight alliance, and I was like we're going, and everyone got to go say what their sexuality was, and one girl said, "I'm sexual," which is the most teen answer to yeah. what your sexuality is. Oh my god, um, I wonder how she's doing now. Probably, <laughs> probably still sexual. Probably great, and yeah.
2: Wow, I think I remember going to God, I'm going to sound so closeted when I say this because I was I was so deeply closeted for so long and not even knowing it. Uh, but I remember in college going to a gay bar and being like, "Oh, it'd be great to go to a gay bar and like meet women there, but I'm not allowed to go because I'm not gay." And then but I remember being there and being like, "Oh, this is a great place." And then <laughs> eventually i eventually i came out because i like i don't know like a cartoon anvil hit me on the head and i and i like woke up uh and then i went to a lot of gay bars but i do like how the gay bar in this movie feels very real it doesn't feel like a fake it feels like a real sad bar where you're like oh this if you go there on two separate nights you'll see kind of the same people yeah i like that
0: you were still soaking in positive vibes so. I was
2: soaking it. Although when you're like a straight presenting, quote unquote, whatever that means, woman at a gay bar, also in DC, people are like, "What are you oh, doing yeah, yeah. here?" Like, same thing. Are America. you with a bachelorette party? It's like, oh, mm-hmm.
1: I hate DC. Is hate that not, DC is not like the best <laughs> gay gay women. Gay women don't have the best options in DC. I thought you were yeah. going to say
0: DC is not a queer space. It's not, I mean, it's not,
1: it's DC is like super great for rich gay men.
0: Like, sure, yes, sure. it's overrun yes.
1: with them. Um, I do love DC though. I will say I love it. Um, I have a question. Have you ever seen a crush with someone else and felt heartbroken, sort of like Megan seeing Graham dancing and then sort of realizing and then running out into the back of the bar?
2: I've never dramatically run away, but I did see someone I had a crush on in like middle school. But I, again, God, I because I was such a fool and still, you know, I was like, I didn't, I couldn't understand that it was a crush. And so I was just like, oh, I just don't like that guy that she's talking to. Aww. And then, you know, like 20 years later, I was like, oh, that was a crush i have
0: i have less i have less exciting stories which is that twice both in grade school once oh my god i can't believe i still remember and i'm like counting um both in grade once in grade school and once in middle school i like had crushes and two separate boys and they like talked to me about the girl they like and i felt really (gasps) sad yeah the worst was that the worst was that and this fucking guy must have known because like the third grade one he was like she has like long hair, and she, which, first of all, <laughs> I don't know. It was it was just like some, he, he like said like my height or something like that. And it was like someone who looked very similar to me. I was like, he must have known oh. that like I liked him. Yeah.
2: I'm devastated. Like, it's
0: Erica. And I was like, oh, like I'm so <laughs> sad. Fuck that bitch. Um, uh, yeah. I remember,
1: Jane. I don't think I've ever had like a very, very distinct heartbreak moment, but I do remember. Because I had a crush on a friend's brother. We were with them at the mall, and he was shopping with his prom date to like get ready for prom. And I wanted to be his prom date, obviously. Aww. Never to be. There's still time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Should we talk about RuPaul's main character like arc in this? Which is that RuPaul's like whole character is like, I used to be gay, and now I just... <laughs> teach this camp, and then also he just like looks at,
1: Rock. what's his name? Rock.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's really That's hot. the best name. He's so hot, yeah. He has a great butt. Um, <laughs> but um, the way Graham fakes being straight by saying she has a crush on Rock is is, is also what I would do to get out of the camp, probably. Mm. Um, Touch his arms. But also, arms. RuPaul is like pretty funny. <laughs>
1: yeah i think he's great i don't know uh i'm thinking of for some reason i'm like my mind is going to heavyweights do you guys know that
2: yeah i get i get that connection (laughs) like
1: never mind it's really not relevant but that, that was an important movie to me as like a chubby child um I wonder if there's like some overlap there. Isa, have you ever seen <laughs> the movie Heavyweights?
0: No, I know what it is, and like okay. I've seen, I've seen like clips and stills from it, but I've never like sat down and watched the whole thing.
1: Yeah. I'm just thinking of one of the camp counselors who is like now he's very fit and and trim, but you can't deny who you right. are. Yeah, just like it's RuPaul. Mobile.
2: There's also so the alive. fact that all that he does to like teach them to be straight is like to throw a football without flailing and then he kind of like gyrates under the car like he's fixing it but oh, it's yeah. not a real car so yeah i love that
0: <laughs> they are really funny if i could like if 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 there were something else i was curious about like oh i wonder what the things would be if they made this movie now was, like, the funny, like, straight skills, kind of.
1: I was thinking the um, same thing. Actually, I have a specific question, which is, can you chop wood?
0: Like, per- Ooh, me personally? Yeah. No.
1: I don't I know. Can't even,
0: I can't even build a fire.
1: I feel like they're very two different skills. <laughs> like, chopping wood is just, like, like physically... I'll
0: try. Okay. I think
2: I could. I think, for me, the issue is the aim but Sing I used that. to, um, I studied geology for 10 years and I, Ooh. I know very gay uh, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a part of that is like swinging lots of a carabiners. sledgehammers. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Lots of carabiners, lots of sledgehammers, lots of like <laughs> listening to Bruce Springsteen in a Jeep. Um, you know, so I feel like that would translate to chopping if mm. I could hit the wood. Okay.
0: Fair. Jane, can you?
1: No, I mean definitely oh, okay, not. Okay. No way. And oh, I think that would have been so same, exciting. The aim, as well, is like because like I could, I feel like I could swing an axe pretty hard, but like where it would end up, no, nobody knows. Mm-hmm.
0: I can't do any of the skills that they were teaching. I can't even. They're like one of the skills is just them cleaning, and yeah. I was like, I can't even. I can't <laughs> even do that. I thought of you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you. I did. I, I didn't can, think of you. What? <laughs> One of the skills seemed to just be sitting in a green dress crossing your legs. I could do that one. Yeah. Was I wrong? They, like, looked that was, they were just like sitting looking fierce. I
1: have a question. Do you feel <laughs> that they reused some of the footage? Like, do you like, OK, at the beginning, they show them practicing these skills, these gendered chores. And then later they show them kind of testing them and I have to assume yeah. that they shot all of those scenes on the same they day. They definitely shot it mm-hmm. on the
0: same day. It feels
1: yeah. it feels like that. Like I sort of wish they maybe but, you know, budgetary restrictions. I get it. Let's
0: go to, let's go to the end, the test. Okay.
1: Mary makes the kids picket the former True Directions patients. After some testing on gender chores, everyone passes except Andre, who calls the other kids liars. Megan and Graham sneak away to have sex but are caught. Mary says Megan will be kicked out unless she completes the straight sexual simulation with Rock. Megan refuses, but Graham takes the offer, afraid to be disowned by her father. A heartbroken Megan visits Lloyd and Larry for advice where she finds a much happier Dolph. Back at the center, the patients simulate sex wearing Adam and Eve costumes. On graduation day, Megan and Dolph break in. At first, Graham refuses to leave, but then Megan cheerleads and declares her love. They run away together. In a post credit scene, Megan's parents are at a meeting for parents and friends of gay people.
2: Okay, so much to discuss. I am afraid I have to start with my favorite, which is the sign that Mary makes for the picket yeah. which says, "I believe I may be getting this wrong, but it says silly faggots, dicks are for chicks," which is like straight up a pro trans <laughs> sign you could have a I was I told my roommate, I was like, "We should just put that on a sign in our front lawn." Like <laughs> because that is empowering and he was like please don't um <laughs> but you know i'm right i
0: didn't even i didn't make the tricks connection until you said it
2: out. Loud. <laughs> it's so good it's so like in your face
0: it's so funny also i actually rewinded the scene where they're all chanting because all the kids have different personalities about their chanting like Dante Basque is being a really funny thing. And then the one kid who's like, oh, like he's the most he's like chanting in the gayest way possible. Like <laughs> I really they're like really cute. I really like that. So first of all,
1: after they have sex, I do think it's crazy that one of the first things she says is the only thing that felt like this to me is cheerleading. It's sort of like those tweets like, have you? Yeah, sex is good, but have you cheerlead? cheerleading <laughs> have cheerlead have you cheerlead <laughs> um but I genuinely think it's nice that she really likes cheerleading like she yeah. likes it as an activity like it's it's something it's her hobby that she enjoys and I think that's cool that she never has to give that up to you know like the whole the whole premise of, of the movie and the ending is like be yourself um and she doesn't have to give up cheerleading she likes cheerleading that rocks
0: I honestly wish there had been more like in between because like I also liked it Wait, wait, what'd you like? Oh sorry. (laughs) Like just that she like just that she like um was able to still keep that and like like that. But what did you want to see more of? Oh, just like that 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 she like I don't know, talk about it more, like give us more scenes where she's remembering cheerily. I mean most of it's very sexual. Like Yeah, (laughs) that's what I was gonna say. We only get it. And she sort of, in the end, comes to a realization where she separates it, right? Like, she's like, oh, I am a lesbian. And also, like, I do like cheerleading and kind of, you know, I wish we got just more. Because something that's kind of sad that I realize now in the movie is that a while ago when she was really excited for the big game and everyone just knew she was going to the camp. Mm, So she was like, guys, like, I'm so excited. Like, don't forget to be on the bus. And, like, she was legitimate. She wasn't just like. You know, there's movies about cheerleaders where they're just pretending to play the part, and she was, like, legitimately excited. <laughs> it makes me
1: sad. Anyway. I do wish that maybe they had... <laughs> so at the end, she does a cheer to demonstrate her love for for um, Graham, and it's a little lame. Like, I would have loved to have, you know, they could have they could have put her in training for a few weeks, given me a flip, maybe a round-off. <laughs> it's a round no off. bring it
2: on. It's not... It's we're not, not seeing like... anything that the Clovers or the Toros could pull off, no. but it is really sweet and it makes me so happy it. every time I see it.
0: <laughs> I was gonna ask if your schools had the kind of cheerleader that did flips or the kind of cheerleader that mainly like said things and maybe danced. Cause my, I think both of my high schools that I went to like were just, um, there was a lot of dancing. So they were like good hip hop dancers, but mainly it was like standing and like saying things very clearly.
2: I didn't go to sports games because I was a (laughs) piece of shit. Um, But but both of the high schools that I went to, like also didn't have the kind of social hierarchy where cheerleaders were at the top. So I think that they were, they might've been good, but they didn't have like a complex about it. Like they do in movies.
1: Mm. I remember during pep rallies, always being so excited for the cheerleaders because I love dancing and they, (sighs) they always did enough tricks that I got very nervous for their safety. So there was, like, some real skill happening. Okay. And I know, Ooh. not from personal experience, but from, like, seeing this on Facebook, that there were a number of people that were doing cheerleading not on the team. Like, they were so good that they were off doing, like
0: – They were, like, training at, Extracurricular – I don't know what that is. Wow. but yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, so, like, real cheerleaders. I think cheerleading totally. is really cool.
0: I'm married to a former cheerleader. Ooh. He um he has gotten concussions from women falling on his head. Anyway, um oh I agree. God. I really oh like me. I really like when she's cheering. <laughs> I think too. Anyway, um I like that it ended with her tied back to her being a cheerleader. I think like I feel like Grim is this like heartthrob fantasy babe for the ages and it like totally works. I just think like a lot of this part of the movie is very sweet like the sex scene is very sweet all the pink fabric is very cute like where do
1: they go this is a
0: little unclear oh yeah that's
1: true (laughs) are are also okay also are we supposed to believe that Sinead tattled on them because she is jealous like yes okay
0: that's what I got yeah okay I put that
1: in the notes and I was like wait I'm not sure and so I took it
0: out I I also think there's a dynamic where they're all trying to be straight to get out and so Sinead's like I thought you were gonna be straight, so you wouldn't hook up with Graham, who I also, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, ah, shit! Like you, you like, you know, we were we were kind of gonna do this pact where all of us were gonna pretend to be straight.
1: It's complicated.
0: (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) sorry, guys. It's seven sixteen
1: p.m. Um, Getting ready for bed.
0: Um, I think like it's a little unclear. It was a little unclear to me that there was a partnering simulation. Like that part of the movie was a little like. I don't know, that 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 bit was like, could have been cut by it, but it does have the funny twist that like, I think Mary's just like really into it.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: Mary's just like really watching them and they're all like, can you stop? Like, I don't like this. It's what did you so, think, Allie?
2: It's so gross and uncomfortable, but I also Ugh. think that like, you kind of need that to be like, well, this is what you're gonna be doing if you live a lie like true. you will you will be that's true um doing this like uncomfortable song and dance for the rest of your life
1: I was doing some reading about this movie earlier today and I was looking at all the tropes and one of the tropes was IKEA erotica which I'd never heard of and so I I've never so what I, are I, you saying I clicked the link and what it, IKEA erotica Oh, IKEA erotica. Erotica is sort of how, is sort of like step by step formula sex, how she's like, and now you put it in, and then you hump, even though she didn't use that word. Um, so I learned something new there.
2: IKEA erotica? I thought that's just when you incorporated meatballs. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Zing. Never... That's my time. Thank you. <laughs> i not
1: IKEA meatballs. Are they good? Oh, they're good. good. Yeah. They're good. I would happily, um, one really important detail is Joe, the Jew, he finally says his full name, which is Joe Goldberg, which is the name of the guy from you. (laughs) Like maybe the guy from you has like a very crazy past. Is this his story? (laughs) Yeah, I like to think it. The Joker, uh, what's, what's
0: that, what's that thing people say? Joker origin. Joker
1: origin. Thank you.
0: I do like i I think it's cute that the ending of the movie is that her parents are now at an opposite type of meaning,
1: yeah, they're trying. I, I think that's funny. I, I was wondering it's like a punchline I don't like I don't think this movie you need to like look into it too hard, but it is a happy ending in a sense, but is it happy for Graham? Are we supposed to assume that she sort of relies on Megan and Megan's family for like family support like what happens to her? Is it too tiny I mean, of an ending?
0: Do they just do they just go live with um Larry?
1: Mm. Yeah, like I
0: a- think
2: it's it is one of those things where you're like oh, it's a bummer that she's just inherited or disowned but also like her parents seem like assholes so it's one of those things where it's like, I guess it's okay if but yeah, it, it is one of those things where the movie never for- lets you forget that like you could be 17 and on your own without parental support or guidance which you know i watch it now and i'm like oh it's so campy and fun and like and the car isn't real and and then it's also like (laughs) oh god the stakes are like pretty high for a lot of these kids
0: yeah Yeah. there's a moment where the the moment you're talking about where um the two guys have their fight um they have a fight because um, they kind of assume they're going to adopt Megan because they kind of adopted um, Dante Bosco, who looks great in, like, a rainbow like, pajama suit.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I want that so bad. I
0: it, yeah. <laughs> um, But he's like, okay, like, let's look for schools for you. And, like, you know, like, he's starting to make preparations for her to, like, live there. Um, that is just, like, sad to me because it clearly they've done it before. But also, like, yeah, that's what you would have to do. You would have to try to, like, get legally emancipated, maybe have, like, a guardian that could just, like, you could live there and like go to public school until you graduate and like, uh, it's just, yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it is. There, there is darkness. I mean, gay conversion camps still exist. And wasn't that okay? Remember when Hulu was just a thing? Wasn't one of the okay. first things people watched about a gay camp? Or was that about a Christian camp?
0: There was definitely some Docu-series about a gay conversion Camp that got popular but I can't remember When
1: I also remember that there was a movie Called Strictly Sexual and I think It was one of the first I might be Making this up (laughs) but it was one of the first like Hulu originals and it was Absolutely it was Trash but it was about like two couples that Go to a mansion and then I think they like Swap partners and Um
0: yeah (laughs) Maybe
1: we should watch that next
0: um okay should we answer should we wrap up and answer our three questions yeah we should i'm looking this up right now okay we've come to the end where we each answer three questions ali you can go first for oh one.
1: it's like passover
0: <laughs> um i wouldn't know jane has never invited me just kidding oh <laughs>
2: um
0: the first question is is this movie good or bad
2: i think it's good uh a longer answer I think it is, it's just like Clea Duval, it is both a like an early pioneer of this like gay cinema movement, I guess. Like it's so iconic, but also I think it it exists as more than just a novelty. Like it still holds up to this day. And I think it's very sweet and very funny. And I think it's a very good movie.
0: Um, I agree. I think that um I think that as you were saying about the like format and like how they they kind of keep it campy, I think that really, really makes it hold up and I was yeah, I honestly I'm you know, Jane and our Jane and I really like sometimes don't appreciate older older classics. Not that this is that old, nineteen ninety nine isn't, but you know, I think this has held up in a way that some other late nineties teen movies couldn't because because of the way it was like written and it's Mm -hmm. it's it's good folks jane okay just reporting
1: on strictly sexual this was a movie an (laughs) indie movie that never made it to theater release It, it was released on hulu in like 2009 and was the most watched movie on hulu at the time so this is like original hulu og everyone go watch strictly sexual wow um i think that this is a good movie um any movie that is doing something really really specific and pulling it off Regardless of how I feel about it, I have to just like give it its credit. I mean, it sort of is like a John Waters esque, um, surreal, like fever dream. And they do a really good job with it and they commit, they stick it.
0: It's also such a good um, fantasy, teen fantasy. Um, The second question is Do you like this movie?
2: I love this movie. It has held such a special spot in my heart. I feel like I've watched it with with a lot of queer people throughout my life too, who all have their own relationships to it. And it's kind of like an L word type thing where like a lot of queer people have an opinion about it and you might disagree, but it's still just like a common touchstone. So it's important to me for that reason, but also I just really enjoy watching it and- I laughed a lot when I watched it last night um, and I want to get a shirt that says silly faggot dick Surfer chicks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I liked it. I will be honest that I didn't love it. And that's because this is the type of movie that I just don't love. Like it sort of has some Heather's energy and I definitely liked it more than he- Heather's. Um, I'm just not cool or weird enough for this type of movie. I want to go see Spider-Man. Um, I'm sort of like Issa as a teen. Okay. So that's how I feel. Uh,
0: um, I was gonna say I really did not expect to laugh as much as I did. Like I thought people just really deliver comedy in this movie real well and did not expect that. I will also say I think for me I, I struggled a little more with just um like the movie sort of uh like being very level, like for me, the stakes sort of like we're at the same place the whole way. Um and so it was just like a very chill movie to me. Um and I did like the romance a ton, but I also think yeah, I think it would be it would have been different if I had seen it um before, you know, twenty twenty one, the eve of the year of twenty twenty one. The eve of um, the year. <laughs> Right, that makes sense, right? Um. <laughs> oh wait, no, the eve is not the end. The eve is the eve, the eve of twenty twenty two. Okay, anyway. Okay. Um, but I, you know, I, I think this would be one that, like, shockingly compared to other movies, like I think this holds up way better f- for a movie of this time period than like a, a, almost any of the other movies we've watched from this time period. And so I, I would say I like it the best in that like late nineties category. Um, The third question is, what type of teen is this movie for?
2: Um, I'm going to say it's for a gay teen um, or multiple gay teens. I also (laughs) think it's like it's kind of for any teen because they do such a good job with all the campiness and the, the John Waters comparison is like so great in this. But there's also like such a core of sincerity to it that I think is like as a former piece of shit um I was very much like sarcastic and like oh nothing everything's ironic nothing is sincere and I think this movie is like has such a great heart to it and so much sincerity that like it can power through the shell of a teen who's kind of a piece of shit um so I'm gonna say it's for gay teens and pieces of shit teens (laughs)
1: i'm gonna say it's for teens cooler than me because i remember watching this and just sort of when i when i first watched it it just didn't have that big of an impact and then i definitely like went back to watching queer as folk again and again and again um so i think it's sort of not it's not as like explicit as i would have wanted it to be um and that's why you need to be cooler to like it as a teen if that makes sense less basic
0: Um, I, I think it's for a a teen with a crush on a girl like Graham, like, people who are into, any Zoomers who are really into Kristen Stewart, again, I just feel like she's pulling the same, like, aesthetic, um, with the caveat that, again, I feel bad for Sinead, who seems like a normal, like, alt version girl, so I don't want the message of the movie to be like, the alt girl doesn't get the girl, (laughs) um, but yeah, I think, I think it's for someone who likes a girl like Graham and it's a great like fantasy um Allie what are you watching these days it's not this
2: oh my gosh what am I watching I just finished watching Succession season three um, which I gotta tell you I make jokes about this all the time but I'm 100% serious I never know what's going on on that show ever (laughs) and I'm obsessed with it even though they'll be like they'll be like oh, this guy's coming in for a meeting. And I'm like, I don't know who that guy is. What is he talking about? (laughs) Or they'll be like, oh, the shareholders are mad. I'm like, what are shares? I don't know. (laughs) So that's really like my biggest thing. And I just finished it last night. And now I don't know what to do with myself. Oh,
1: yeah. I've gone ahead and watched um, the first four Harry Potter movies in the past three days. Wait, what? I didn't tell you because I wanted to tell you on the (laughs) podcast. (laughs) wait what what triggered this that's a great question i came home uh from hanging out with isa and her cousins pre-christmas i came home on christmas day alone and i went to bed really early because i was exhausted the next oh and
0: we had talked about hogwarts houses in pottermore
1: i'm sure maybe that was why the next day i just wanted something so comforting harry potter and then walter comes home and we just like when we finished the second one i was like should we just roll into the 3rd? And so then it became <laughs> a thing and um uh, I got to say like obviously JK Rowling is a turf, she can eat rocks, but those movies are so good and I feel like I always look at the movies and think the 3rd one's the best, the 6th one's the best, but rewatching the first and the second, they have something that the that the sort of maybe better like better quality movies don't, which is that Harry is finding a family and like sorry this is very earnest but he's like chosen family he's he's making a chosen family and he's he's discovering that he's not alone and there's something so moving about that I Um,
0: definitely like the earlier ones more than the later ones Really, Ali what were you going to say
1: oh I
2: was just going to ask just out of curiosity what your houses were (laughs) so I know what kind of people I'm talking to
1: I'm a Ravenclaw I wish I'm a Ravenclaw trying to be a Gryffindor
0: I am a Hufflepuff who probably was a Ravenclaw before.
2: Interesting. Okay, I'm on a I'm a Slytherin Gryffindor cusp. Mm. It
1: depends
0: Ooh. on the day, you know. It's a good one.
1: I guess it does make sense that you're a Hufflepuff, Issa. but you are also <laughs> like that makes sense. But you're very, very, very smart.
0: Um, that's very nice of you. I was gonna say, so these past couple days, I came I came back from my in-laws' to hustle a little earlier. Um, and so I was alone at home and these past couple of days have just been catching up on Riverdale and it is oh. truly off the ri- Like, <laughs> so this latest season, okay, this is major spoilers, spoilers, but the, la- the ending of the last season, a bomb goes off. I will not say where, and you don't know if like, is, is everyone dead? Like what happened? And then the next season starts with like an alternate universe kind of. So you don't know if they're all like dead or like, is this someone's dream while they're in the hospital or like. Did the bomb not really hurt anyone? And this is just like going to tie it in, in a different way. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. I will say, Jane, Cole's a little chubbier, but looks great. In a good way? Yeah. You like, like I think he just like, he doesn't have like the like starving artist look mm. anymore. That's actually, good. Actually, people on TikTok were kind of like making fun of him because there's like a cast photo of them and he, they're like, what is going on? People with him? are. And I'm like, Ugh. he looks healthy and good. Like, he looks like he's having a great time.
2: You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say it. You heard it here first, folks. Riverdale is better than Twin Peaks. (gasps) It's a better show.
0: It is so wild. I'm so excited by this. I'm still,
2: I haven't even gotten to the alternate dimension season. I'm still like a season and a half behind. And I still stand by that.
0: Even with me saying these things, you have no idea what's going to happen. Because it's just like, random shit happens all the time. And then also no one is sort of like, watching the show anymore except us so like they just literally they literally do whatever they want like there was one episode where there was like a thing that they were making a ton of references jane to midsummer okay like it was absolutely just like a ton of like references like Film-wise to that, and I was just like, "Who is doing this? Like, who's?" This I poor? have to be honest, me. <laughs> I have
1: fallen off of Riverdale. I just, for whatever reason, you think it's made for me, but I just can't keep watching There's it. There's
0: just too much. There's just too much. These are if you just. I yeah, love just Lily Reinhardt
1: forever.
0: Anyway, like, um,
1: <laughs> oh, good for her. She's she has this awesome tweet where she's like, "It's all caps. I am a proud bisexual woman." <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Ali, what were you
0: going to say
2: sometimes? Oh, I sometimes it's just too like when you watch Riverdale and you're just like, okay, I've just watched a a high schooler get like mauled by a bear (laughs) and then he has to like take the SATs and I'm like, I just need a minute. I just need a minute to breathe and then I come back to it and I'm like, what a breath of fresh air this show is.
1: Yeah, I know. I will say that reminds me of maybe one reason why But I'm a Cheerleader isn't like a perfect movie (laughs) for me is I need people in varsity jackets. Like, I need people. (laughs) And something I forgot to mention for Angus Thongs and Perfect Kissing is one of the characters, like, walks down the halls and is like, those are the sporty girls. Those are the bitchy girls. Those are the boys who do that. Like, I love a scene where they describe the (laughs) cliques. I love that, too.
0: Uh, Allie, thank you for supporting me on Riverdale fandom and also thank you for being on this pod and talking about this movie i'm really happy i watched it i literally i didn't know about this movie so i'm i'm leaving you know all the better for it thank you i'm so much, so happy
2: Allie. thank you so much for having me i truly when you sent out the list of movies and this was on there i responded i think in like three minutes and was like give me this movie <laughs> i can't let anyone else have it
1: <laughs> is there anything Jane that lo- you would like to plug
2: Um, I will plug. I'm having a show go up in LA in uh the end of March. It's called the Jazz Circus. But you can just go to my Twitter, uh A underscore Ruben, and there should be more information, especially given that who knows what Omicron is gonna do. So we'll see.
1: What is your show? What kind of show is it?
2: It's a sketch show that I wrote um that has a really, (gasps) really talented cast, and I'm gonna direct it and Should be very weird and hopefully funny and maybe a little bit gay.
1: That's
0: awesome! Wow. We will retweet details of that when they come out. Oh, thank you, Jane. Would you like to say what our next movie is? It is Juno. Yay! Woo! I'm really, I'm really happy. We're going, we're ripping through the Michael Saras. Oh yeah, he's gotten a (laughs) lot of airtime. We're almost yeah, we're we're, yeah, it's a little. It's not about him for the record. He just yeah, happens to be there. He just like happens to be in a lot of... Yeah, we, ne- we might need to like go in a Sarah boycott for a little bit. <laughs> uh, that was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review and please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and
1: find us on Twitter at teens.
0: Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you saw the clip or partial clip of our latest video content. Multiple people have called me a liar. It is on patreon.com under the bleachers pod. I'm not lying. Okay, see you next time.
1: Under, under, under the, the bleachers. bleachers.